are listening to A Quiet Mind. Well, here we are, together again, in this moment. Let's just take a few seconds here to get grounded, get settled in. If you're able to, sit up straight. Exhale all your breath. Relax that tension in your shoulders. Just relax into your seat. Okay, let's get ready for a big breath in. And straighten that spine when we do so. Now exhale. When doing, relax your shoulders when doing the exhale. Just breathe in normally. Say to yourself in and feel that in-breath coming. Just gradually exhaling all the breath, relaxing your shoulders. Now let's just breathe normally. Relax down into our seats. Be present with this moment. This moment is the only moment that we have. What's happening here, what's happening now, is all that we really have. This moment is also empty. That means that each moment is fresh and new. There's a new beginning in each breath that we take. Let's reflect on that for just a moment. This moment is empty. In each breath we take, there is newness. There's the opportunity to start all over again with each breath. Happy 2009. I wanted to do a podcast December 31st. And because of certain circumstances, including fireworks and, you know, everybody, you know, having a good time, you know, where I live, you know, celebrating the new year, wasn't able to do that. I, I tried several places going into closets, etc., and wasn't, wasn't able to do it. I, I do apologize because I thought there was a lot of significance in creating a podcast on New Year's Eve. And then I thought to myself, well, that's rather curious. <laughs> because really, every day is just a day. Every day is just an average experience, so to speak. Is there some kind of significance because today is the first of the year? This is something that I would love to have your opinion on. How do you feel about the new year? What's it bringing up for you? How do you feel about 
what happened in 2008? Are you going to make New Year's resolutions? And if so, do you think you'll be able to keep them? I think it's rather interesting to reflect on, you know, culturally, the significance of the New Year. New Year's Eve, and then the next day, which is today, the first of the year, 2009. Why does this have any kind of significance to us? And I'd like to share with you some of you know my thoughts and what I feel. You know, back in the old days, we uh, celebrated New Year's Eve, um, like a lot of other people, by going out and partying and, you know, having a good time and drinking and then, uh, you know, doing that countdown to midnight and then everybody yelling and shouting and crying and singing and, you know, in a way, the celebration, to me, the significance to it, I never really understood You know, everyone would think about what happened over the past year, and then most of the people that I knew would start to talk about their resolutions for the new year, what they were going to change. And the common things were to quit smoking, you know, not drink anymore, go to the gym every day, those kinds of things. So there was kind of a pressure to uh, conform to that and to give this day some sort of significance over other days of the year. That it was special. That it was a time for rebirth and renewal. That it was a time for setting, you know, intentions. Trying to break old habits, start new habits. And then, like I said, what I would see is, not only with myself, but with my friends and my family, that they would make these resolutions and rarely, if ever, keep them and putting tremendous amount of pressure on themselves to do something like quit smoking now. (laughs) I've been smoking 20 years, but this year I'm going to quit. You know, that's my resolution and I'm going to stick to it. And and the thing that, uh, you know, in my family and with my friends, we would, you know, share these resolutions with each other to tell everybody I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to lose some weight this year. I'm going to go to the gym every week. And usually this would be met with, uh, you know, not uh, support, but, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what you said last year. (laughs) It lasted about a week. Come on, Bill. You know you're not going to be able to do it. You know know what? I'll bet you a hundred bucks that I can quit smoking before you. (laughs) And it, it kind of went like that. So this year, and for quite a few years now, um, I haven't really been making any resolutions. And the uh, New Year's Eve celebrations for me are not quite the same as they used to be because I'm not you know, engaged in any kind of partying. I don't drink anymore. I don't smoke. I don't do any of those things. You know, I'm just a dull old cabbage sitting at home. <laughs> but it's funny, right around the time that midnight comes, we do feel the urge that we need to celebrate and some kind, you know, somehow let off some steam. But I, I don't really feel that. I don't really feel any kind of excitement for a new year coming. Because as I told you, each moment we're presented with the chance or the choice to start all over again. This may be very, very hard to grasp. But this is what I wanted to share with you on 
this day because it is, in a way, a significant day because it is on our calendar year. You know, it's a new year. It's the first day of the new year. And just because of that, there may be an inspiration here to reflect, look back on 2008, you know, let go of some of the things that that, uh, may have been difficult, some things that may have hurt you, you know, maybe look at some goals that you achieved, etc. You know, forgiving yourself, congratulating yourself on a, a job well done that you made it through. And then uh, setting the intent for the new year. I think that it's important, though, uh, that I would stress not to try to put too much pressure on yourself to make great change within a year or even, you know, two years or whatever. It doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. In every moment, just do your best. That's all we can really ever strive for is in this moment, do your best. In this moment, as you take this next breath and review your life in this breath, notice the opportunity for the newness right now in this moment. Just breathe that in right now. Understand that this moment is empty, pure. Anything can happen. Anything is possible right now in this moment. Let's try not to hold on to it. Just observe, just recognize, just see right now that this moment holds in it opportunity, constantly holds opportunity for anything that you can imagine. Right now, nothing is wrong in your life in this breath. In this moment, you're full, whole, you are complete. You have everything you need. Inside us all is everything that we need to be able to proceed in our life. Count yourself as lucky. Here you are right now in this brand new moment. See it for what it is. See how wonderful it is. See how truly, you know, gifted we all are. Let's just embrace that for a moment and then let it go. (laughs) Embrace it with that breath and then just let it go as you breathe out. Because there's nothing to grasp onto. The moment is fleeting, but right behind it is another moment. So we don't want to try to to grasp or to hold on to a particular experience. Let it flow through you, just like your breath does, in and out. The more we get in touch with that, the more we can see the unique opportunity we have to experience joy and happiness in each moment. A couple of people mentioned some things on Twitter. If you don't use Twitter, you can follow me there, twitter.com um, slash a quiet mind. 
I believe it is. If not, the link is on the website. Some people mentioned, you know, how, because I asked for some ideas on podcasts, how can we, uh, you know, function during these very trying economic times? And one of the things that I would like you to think about around that, if you're having difficulties, you know, my, me and my family, we are all experiencing, you know, being hit with this economic crisis just like everyone else, including, you know, jobs that have been lost, etc. So we're up against some maybe uh, quote-unquote uh, difficult circumstances arise around that. Decisions need to be made. What are we going to do? Look at what's happening. Everything seems to be falling around, falling down around us. And I, like everyone else, want to react from fear. That's one of the first places that I go. I don't know about you, but I, uh, from fear, I, I feel panic. Then I think that I, I have to, to weigh the situation, make lists, and try to make decisions. My mind gets very busy. But, you know, because this is a habit of mine that I've been working on for quite a while, sometimes quickly I recognize that I'm going into fear or panic mode and that what I'm trying to do is gather up all my thoughts very quickly. I'm trying to work with emotional feelings, you know, that are spurring me on to make a decision about what to do next. Usually what happens is, in those circumstances, utilizing those energies and thoughts, feelings and emotions that are coming from panic and fear, and also what's happening in the world. If we're watching news, the fear is just being pumped into us. It's everywhere. We should all be very scared right now because of the economy, the economic crisis that's going on. We should, you know, it's a crisis. We've got to do something about it. So I get caught up in it sometimes, and I feel like I've got to do something about it. You know, I'll, I'll jump out of bed filled full of fear, and, and, and this fear kind of spurs an activity that I feel like I have to do something by analyzing every particular point, looking at the, the negative, the positive in, in different circumstances, scenarios. And there's a lot of energy behind this, and I get all fired up, and I'll sometimes lose my temper, you know, because while we're in trouble, we've really got to do something. And then if I am graced <laughs> with some of the practice, I'll suddenly realize that what I'm doing, trying to make decisions based upon fear or thoughts or fear of emotions, etc., that I'm usually going to end up making a decision that will put me into a circumstance that will again force me to be able to force me to have to make decisions based upon fear and distress anxiety etc panic so when i do catch myself and uh, sometimes it takes a, a little while other times it's uh, pretty immediate and sometimes it's even before i'm feeling that little twinge that i'm going to act out on fear catch myself, and do what we do. We go back to the breath. It may sound crazy, but it works. Come back to the breath. Exhale. Just take a moment 
to remember what we're practicing here. When we do this, amazing things happen. Amazing things will happen. If you can, disengage from whatever you're doing. Maybe take a walk. Take a mindful walk. Go out and pay close attention to the uh, movement of your feet as you step on the ground. Take this opportunity to bring your attention to this simple motor activity of walking. You know, sometimes I like to watch um, uh, um, Cesar Milan. He trains dogs. It's called the Dog Whisperer. And he'll show sometimes a dog. He'll say, look at this dog. Look how it's all stiffened up and, and it's focusing on that other dog. It's and the dog will get stiff as a board, focused, ready to attack. And he'll go, <laughs> And the dog looks at him out of shock. And he says, so here, all I'm doing here is I'm, I'm disengaging its mind from what it's doing for just a second. So that's what we need to learn how to do. <laughs> When we see that we're tensing up and we're about, we're about ready to, to act out quickly on something that is fueled by fear or conditioning, we can have our own little shh. <laughs> and that, believe me, that will arise the more we meditate together. The more in that moment when you see yourself stiffening up or reacting, you know, off of a, a conditioned, conditioned uh, response is really what it is. Okay, this happens, I need to react like that. And that moment we can catch ourselves, if we're lucky, before we act out. When, when our body is giving us the signal, hey, you're about, to, you're about to act aggressively, or you're about to act from anger, or you're about to act from fear. Take a breath. <laughs> Exhale, wait a second. Just take a moment. And then... Step in with your breathing. You know, go back to what we do here. Breathe in and out. Let the thoughts pass. Let the feelings pass. Recognize them. Bring your attention back to your breathing. Then you're able to make a decision and act out in a response from a place of calm, of quiet, of here, of now, responding from this empty moment in, in expressing something from the empty moment that we we're speaking of, where, the, where anything's possible, where it's all new. There is no past, there is no future, there's only the present moment. You're no longer reacting to some sort of emotional stimulation that your mind has created. You're using your mind to actually redirect itself, creating a new habit now to come from this place that we call the present moment, which is empty, nothing here. Limitless possibilities come from it. But in the moment, you have the opportunity to react or act in an entirely new way without using emo the emotions of you know anger, jealousy, sadness, you know, lust, you know, whatever these, you know, want, need, desire. We're transitioning ourselves. We're creating those new neural pathways to a new 
habit. And this new habit is being able to come from the moment and be able to make calm, clear decisions on what to do next. So I think that's probably a lot to think about. So maybe we should just leave it at that. And um, just wanted to have a, you know, just a few words about the website, aquietmind.com. It's going through some changes right now. We're going to be putting some video up there, some relaxation videos, some guided meditation videos. We also have a forum now. So it's aquietmind slash forum, aquietmind.com slash forum. You can go there and that's all yours. Do whatever you like. Talk amongst yourselves there. You can see there are some topics. Feel free to add. Feel free to comment there. Feel free to share your stories. And um, you'll see more changes coming there over the next few weeks and months. As always, it's a, a pleasure to be here and to share this moment with you. And I thank you all very much for listening. Until next time, if you have uh, any suggestions for podcasts or just wanted to share something, you can write me, Robert at A Quiet Mind. Thank mm-hmm. you.